We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. In a world where the lives of everyday people are preordained by the script that must be followed, a ragtag team of scamps dare to speak their highly unqualified opinions publicly. They dare to go off script. Unscripted, the film show. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. You can't handle the truth. Man, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hello, Unscriptonites and Lewis. How are you going? I'm going very well. That's good. I Cecilia is um, not going well, so she's not here. Is she not going well? I didn't know. She's okay. Have you not been in our chat? I'm just I'm just looking at now. Okay, right, okay. Uh, yes, okay, so she's off sick. Fair mm-hmm. enough, yes. Yes, um, and, and I sent you a lovely little picture in that trail as well um, of me wearing an ice pack on my head because I also had a headache today. You, how's, your, how's your head now? Uh, it's still slightly there, yeah. but I took some medication and I've had an ice pack on most of the day, so it's it's an attractive look, I think. Oh, excellent! The um, ice pack on the head. I think. I, well, I was yeah, I, I wasn't sure what that was exactly, uh, but now you've explained it, it makes so much more sense. Well, I mean, you know, I thought you joined a nunnery uh, for for like <laughs> techno nuns because it's kind of got a, a blue hue to it. It does have a blue hue, um, and also it's you know my work headset, mm. um, so with the little. The little cool talky device, which I oh, that's also, your work headset there. <laughs> I know because I I don't ha- I need to buy a new like set of headphones for the station because my old pair um, mm. died, but these seem to work, so I I don't see any point for spending any more money. I've I've got a uh, headset at work I wear as well, which is like yours, but there's only a headphone on one side, not the other side. Oh. Makes it harder for people to sneak up on you that way. Ah, oh, yeah. See, I don't have that sneaking up on you thing because where my chair is in the office there's no possible way to be Uh. snuck up on um but i requested the two headsets because i get easily distracted Mm. um thanks adhd (laughs) Uh, so i need both of them because otherwise i'll be trying to talk to somebody on the phone and another conversation is happening and then i'm get like confused with my conversation yeah anyway um just (laughs) rachel issues but anyway Way too much about me then. Um, we don't have a whole lot to talk about um, review-wise tonight, um, but we do have the Oscars to talk about. Uh, Kihu Kwan, by the way, super excited that he won. Um, if you don't know that name but you've seen Indiana Jones, he was, what's the character's name? Uh, short Round. Thank you very much. I'm like, Little Square. <laughs> <laughs> Square, tall. No, no, that's completely wrong. <laughs> but um, I know him, of course, from the Goonies, mm-hmm. Data, and um, or Data, I should say, is, is how they call say it. And it was so lovely when. So he won Best Supporting Actor in um, Everywhere, uh, All at Once. What's it called again? Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Thank you. I'm never going to get that right. Um, yeah. So he won Best Supporting and. I was watching it and I cried because of mm. who he is and like how much, you know, I've known him for all my life, not personally, obviously. Um, 
And I got goosebumps, like, listening to his speech. He's like, I want to thank my Goonies brother for life, Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk and is his um, entertainment lawyer. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah, he still mates with all of them and Corey Feldman was calling him afterwards and, um, yeah, it was it was very sweet. And then, of course, when, when um, everything, everywhere, all at once won the big prize at the end, which was awarded to to them best picture uh, by Mr. Harrison Ford himself. He got to, Indiana Jones got to hug short round. It was like, oh. Do you, do you yeah. think that they did that on purpose, knowing that they were going to win? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Because it seems odd. Like, you know, Well, to be fair, his delivery was a bit poor because, you know, the way Harry, Harry, <laughs> well, I mean, you could call him Harry if you want, um, if you're very close to him. But the way he speaks is so, like, gravelly now and, like, really hard to understand. So not the best choice for, for someone who's going to be presenting the biggest award of the night. So I have a feeling perhaps he was chosen on purpose. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case, yeah, because they, they, they get that nice little Oscars moment. Very mm. much nicer having, you know, an actor who worked with a, another actor as a child coming up and embracing them rather than an actor coming up and slapping another actor <laughs> in the face. So it was good that there was none of those kind of shenanigans this no, year. No, it was it was rather entertaining. So you didn't, you didn't watch it yourself. I generally will try to watch it the day after mm. um, and stay off the socials, which was quite easy for me this year because I don't generally get on the socials much anymore um, just so that I don't, you know, see any, any of the things happening. Um, one of the things that won, it was the best short um, film, A Very Irish Goodbye, which I reviewed a few weeks ago and I was toying between that one and, and another one hoping one of them would mm. win. So I was really, really pleased at one. And the the guys who made the film said, this is really great, but there's more important things happening today. It's this guy's birthday. <laughs> so they got, like, everybody in the audience at the Oscars to sing happy birthday to to one of the main characters from, nice. the, from the movie. So I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Never seen that before. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I feel like this is her first ever Oscar because she generally is not in kind of Oscar-worthy kind of films, um, but she she won for Best Supporting, again, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Am I even saying that right? Everything Everywhere All at Once. So she won Best Supporting, and I love that you can read her lips when she gets the award. She's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> like, she was like, whoa. And, yeah, I cried when she won too. I don't know why. I just felt touched by both of those um, speeches. Um, and John Travolta came up to talk right before they did them in memoriam mm-hmm. and he was really struggling to get his words out and I thought, geez, is this going to be another one of those um, 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 Rena Menzel <laughs> or whatever the thing was and then I realised he was really, really upset because he's lost two of his good friends this year, Olivia Newton-John and Kirsty Alley. So... Oh. Um, and towards, like, the end of his little piece, he was, yeah, really, really struggling to get the words out. So I'm like, oh, don't be a bitch, Rachel. He's <laughs> really sad. Stop it. Um, so that was a bit a bit sad. Um, yeah, I think that was the first time Jamie Lee Curtis has ever nominated for a film yeah. for an Oscar. Because so. she's kind of a genre film chick. So yeah. um, very cool. Um, lots of awards went to, of course, everywhere... 
everything, whatever. Everything. Thank you. Everywhere. Yep. All at once. Thank you. And all's quiet on the Western Front as well. Got lots of um, lots of awards. But there was, I, I can't remember what award they were giving out, but Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant were up on stage giving an award out. Um, and, of course, they were very famously together in Four Weddings and a Funeral. And he said, we're just up here advertising how good moisturiser is and how much you should use it because um, 25 years on, this is how Andy McDowell looks, who moisturises every day, looks great, Mm -hmm. something to that effect, whereas I don't wear any moisturiser and I'm basically a scrotum. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I, I feel like it may have been off script because Andy seemed a little bit like, like, oh, a bit, I don't know. Like she didn't expect that, but maybe it was just very well delivered um, and, yeah, so that was enjoyable. But that's kind of a really quick roundup of of the night because there wasn't a whole lot that I found overly exciting Mm. and the other thing is I haven't seen many of the films so I felt a little bit out of my depth um, because I normally will have seen at least a few But we always do say the Oscars are not always the best um, mark of, you know, how fantastic films are anyway because there's lots of films that are fantastic that haven't got any awards ever. Oh, the Oscars is all a bit, bit, you know, toity-toity really. At the end of the day, it's like it's not, you know, they they may be, uh, you know, the fact that Everything Everywhere All at Once won so much as it did, that's Mm. sensational because that movie is so not your typical Oscars film. I really, really need to see it and it's on Prime at the moment. My goodness, yes. Um, And like you and Cecilia saw it ages ago and said how fantastic it was and um, I remember you guys talking about hot dogs for hands Mm. um, or hot dogs for fingers Mm. and I'm like, this sounds really weird. Um, But the two Daniels, which is what they get called, the two directors, Mm. both called Daniel, it always sparked from the writer sort of saying, hmm, let's put my mum in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where his idea of, of the story came from. So, Well, because yeah. they, this is their Daniel's second feature-length film mm. and the first one was Swiss Army Man. Oh, man. Yeah, that was an interesting film. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Swiss Army Man is the the story of a guy who gets um, stranded on a desert island and his only companion is a farting corpse played by Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano is the... Uh, and and it's Dano. It is Dano. All this time I've been saying Dano, Paul Dano, because I thought that mm-hmm. sounded cool, but he got up on stage um, with somebody and and said his name and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Not because someone mispronounced yeah. his name, just that it was part of the bit. Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, we, Paul we'll, Dano. We'll all change the way we do things now. We mm. should call him Paul Dano from That's now right. on. That's right. Just like um, it's not Denzel, it's yeah. Denzel. Mind you, as Australians, I think we should have the right to call him Dan, uh, Dano because uh, yep. that's the way we would do it in Australia. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Mate, you come to Australia, you'll be Paul Dano. And that's mm. what we're going to call you, Paul Dano. <laughs> None of this Dano, mate. Dano. I should, Dano could work as well. Um, Dano. Because I've got a mate called Damien and we call him Damo. So Dano. There you go. Damo, Dano. I'll go with Dano. Okay, cool. There you mm. go. Sorted. Um, but, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once is not a typical Oscars film. Um, 
I don't know if I've ever seen Oscars film that involved any things going into bottoms. Um, <laughs> but if you if you watch everything everywhere all at once, you will see. Yeah, ironically, an award possibly going into a bottom. So, oh my god! It's yeah, you've got to, This is it's an insane film. It is just it is really. It's just massively fun and just so stupid and I'm just so happy it won all the awards. Um, I was a little bit upset that uh, um, uh, that the for best actor um, the uh, in that in that role um, that Angela Bassett didn't win the the award. But uh, that being said, Angela Bassett has been nominated twice mm. and not won. Uh, but I'm sure, like the, the way that she acts, I'm very, very sure she will get nominated again. So, what was Angela Bassett um, nominated for? She, I, I do remember her getting nominated. Was it for Best Actress? Yeah, she was nominated for for uh, was it Best Actress or Best Supporting? It may have been uh, Best Supporting because Michelle yeah, Yeoh that's was right. Yeah, Best Supporting Actress. Mm. She was nominated for uh, for um, the playing the, the Queen in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she was amazing. Like. Really good. I mean, she's the first actor in a Marvel film to be nominated, so that's pretty special. Mm. Would have been nice if she'd won, but heck, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, it's about time she got her, her you know, got her award. Yeah, I, she's I, been, I do enjoy her. She's been cranking away for, for decades, and it's it's, it's it's good good to see her getting her, her just desserts. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think as far as Oscars go, like, I was happy with how this one turned out, like, uh, with the way the, the awards went. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, mm. I was just happy that um, Dada won something. <laughs> like a Goonie has an Oscar. This makes me so happy. How, how much of a gap was there between films? Because he, he was in films as a young lad. He was, and it's not like so our idea of him is kind of as a child actor because mm. he's kind of disappeared, but he's probably done heaps of work and he did say in his speech, you know, this is a testament to my to my wife who told me never to give up and finally my dream has come true. So it's not like he's gone away. Um, he's just trying, been trying to plug away at it and he's finally, um, yeah, got something to show for it, mm. which is fantastic. So good on him. He, he was fantastic. I honestly, I can't believe you haven't seen the film considering he's in it. Cause I, I know. I actually didn't know he was in it. That's the problem. What, what, so when did you find out that he was in it? Um, over the last few weeks when I realised um, that he was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a bit behind, a bit behind the times. But anyway, um, I guess that's it for our Oscars wrap. Yep. Unless there's anything else you want to add to it. No, no, that's all. Oh, Pin- Pinocchio won uh, the, the best, best animated. animated um, I thought it might. It's kind of interesting when you say Pinocchio won and it's not a Disney film. Yeah, the the Pinocchio that Disney put out with with um, Tom Hanks this year, creepy. Yeah, I, I liked it. There's but... three Pinocchios, kind of all came yeah, out yeah. at the same time, and I think um, there's the Italian one. The Italian one was supposed to be amazing. Yeah, and then there's the uh, the Disney one, and then there's a, the Guillermo del Toro one. Mm. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's you, a thing. You can, you can have a, a, a movie marathon of just Pinocchio. Yeah, you could have all four of them because you could watch the original too. And there's, I'm sure there's plenty of other versions you can watch as well. Indeed, no, not a lie. That's not a lie. Hmm. There's lots to watch. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I get the, uh, the 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 nose reference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that was a bit on the nose, wasn't it? Uh, you're listening to Unscripted, the film show. 
So you've seen a, a I wanted to say Marvel, but it's not a Marvel. Shazam is DC, isn't it? Shazam is is DC. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? You did very well. Well Yay. done. Um, but the, uh, the yeah the, the thing is um, with the, the Shazam film is the actual name of the character is Captain Marvel. Mm. And his family is the Marvel family. Like uh, one of his brothers is Captain Marvel Jr. His sister's called Mary Marvel. It's, yeah, the whole thing is wrapped up in, in the name Marvel. And it's so weird they don't use the the name in the in the movie like he's never referred to as Captain Marvel uh, in fact the, the they have a running joke that he doesn't have a superhero name where does Shazam come from then is it something he says when he transforms Shazam look at me yes Oh, okay. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a really awkward transition, like very old school. Yeah, well, because he gets his powers from, uh, from the gods. So he's got the uh, – so it's S-H-A-Z – A-M. A-M. So it's like the, the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of uh, Hercules. It's like got all the, all the gods are in there. All the ones all we the know, gods. all the good ones. Zeus is there as well. Um, so, yeah, so the, the name Shazam is an acronym for, for the gods where he gets his different, you know, speed and uh, strength and, you know. Uh, all that it's, jazz. All that stuff. So all of his powers come from there. Um, and in in this uh, movie, in the first movie, it was a very much an origin story um, that you know Billy Batson, who is um, uh, not played by um, uh, not played by Zachary Levy. Zachary Levy plays the superhero version of him, um, but uh, the uh, the the young lad who plays uh, Billy is uh, Asher Asher Angel. And uh, so he, in the first film, uh, gets discovered by the wizard called Demond. Uh, sorry, the wizard is Demond Hewson, but um, he he's the original like champion, the wizard Shazam, and he gives his bestows his power onto Billy, and then you know Billy is a you know teenager. I think he was like you know probably thirteen, fourteen, 13 something yeah. in the in the original film. Um, but he, uh, you know, becomes a, a superhero and is is fighting the the bad guy. But to win, he's got to like share his powers with his family, and so each of his family become a superhero as well, oh. uh, with one of the attributes of of the gods. And he beats the bad guy in the uh, the first film in a in a certain way, which may have ramifications in this film. Uh, now, in this film, the yeah, you know, the family's been the the Marvel family for a while. They don't get references to the Marvel family. That's just me <laughs> pointing out that that's what their name is in the comic. Um, and uh, they, you've got this kind of um, issues going on there because the uh, Billy Batson Shazam character. It's really annoying that they they have him listed as Shazam. He's not Shazam. That's not the name of the character. <laughs> It's just yeah. Anyway, the, it's it's for us lowly, yeah. uneducated, um, non-comic people. Yeah. Even in the comics, they kind of like moved away from Captain Marvel, and they call him Shazam, which is really stupid because that's the word he uses to transform from Billy Batson to the character to, to the superhero. I'm, so, I'm sorry, this is going to come off as really mean, but it sounds lame. Yeah, Shazam. Yeah. 
Well, sorry, you got to remember this character was created like you know almost a century ago. So that's true. Yeah. So Look, when, I'm just being mean. Yeah. So when when you have uh, the, these old characters, you know, you got to um, realize that, that where they come from, uh, and. Yes, yeah, so if and if his name was Shazam, it's like what's your name, Shazam, and he turned into Billy Batson. Yeah, that'd be awkward. And then like uh, someone was like, "What's your name?" So he's constantly going back and forth, being, being you know Billy and being yeah, it just wouldn't make sense. So his name is not Shazam; it is Captain Marvel. And I'm hoping that James Gunn will just go. Let's call him Captain Marvel. Let's let's keep him in the the new cinematic universe and call him Captain Marvel. But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, he wants to keep his family together. It's like. Everyone together, all or none, let's let's be in this together. We're a family, we're a superhero team, let's do this. And, uh, you know, his other um, siblings kind of like got their own, own life going on. Uh, Mary's like looking at university or college. Um, his, his other uh, his other brother is like you know wanting to you know spread his own wings and be his own superhero as um, Captain Everything. Uh, which right. Is a really strange. No, Captain Every Power. Sorry, Captain Every oh, Power. Oh, awkward. Um, yeah, so that's uh, uh, Freddie Freeman. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer is the ca- the actor there. Um, but uh, in the background of all this, because of events from the first film, uh, you have got some actual gods coming back into our reality uh, in Hesperia, uh, sorry, Hespera, played by Helen Mirren, and Calypso, played by Lucy Liu. And they they appear and they uh, go and get a relic from a museum, which is a source of power, and then uh, they come back and they're basically going, look, you've got our you know, dad's power uh, and we want it back, so uh, give it to us. And then they just create havoc on Earth. And it's a really good... The, the thing that's weird, right, mm. is that there's a lot of DC films and most of them are kind of yeah, a bit, bit average kind of thing. They just don't hit the mark. But Shazam, the first Shazam film and Shazam Fury of the Gods are really good, entertaining films. Like they've got fun. They're, they're fun. They've got decent storylines. They've got a bit of heart to them. Um, they've got some uh, you know interesting kind of cameos that pop up that you just go, my God, that's fantastic. Um, and but you've got Zachary Levi Levi as um a great lead. Like he encapsulates the character of Captain Marvel so well mm. that. It's just uh, it's just ridiculous. So um, I'm I just love. I think out of all the DC films, uh, Shazam is my favorite. I just think they've hit the nail on the head with the character. Wow, that's really saying something. Mm. Oh, I suppose are you talking about just DC? Just DC, yeah, yeah. yeah of, of the DC recently. Films. How do you mean? What? Uh, well, I mean, wouldn't you say Batman 89 oh, yeah, yeah. is your favourite? You're talking more recent. I'm, I'm talking the, the DCEU films. So the films that started with uh, Man of Steel and is right. going to like Justice League and everything like that. Yeah. I think Shazam is the one that has, they've done, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if it's just that the, the writers and directors have a lot of love for the character and actually want the character to reflect what the, the comics were and uh, reflect that real, you know, feel of, um, you know, Kind of that the old schlockiness mm. of, of superheroes that you used to see as well. Um, well, and it's funny, I suppose. The thing is, with a lot of the DC um, things of of recent times, 
they're very dark. Mm. And the thing is with Marvel, there's a lot of laughter in all those movies. There's some that have got definitely more down bits than than um than funny bits. Mm. Um it's it's so funny just randomly I was you know YouTube will say you should watch this because you've watched um Tom Holland's Umbrella a few times. So I think you'll watch this and if you haven't by the way do yourself a favor um watch his lip sync it's very good. And I just remember there's that scene at in end game at a, is it end game Yes, yes where game. there's a, a funeral of somebody and Tom Holland is so bad at keeping secrets, they told him it was a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that just popped into my head uh, because it just did. So, but Shazam. Yeah, so I am I just think it's great. It's, it's just a really well-made film, just really good fun. Uh, it's just sad because... Like, uh, like when I went, I wore my Superman T-shirt with the, the dripping blood, which is a, a Superman T-shirt from the death of Superman that happened in about 93. Um, this this T-shirt I bought when I was a teenager and uh, it, still, and it still, fits? still fits and still still surviving. Good on you. It was big when I was a teenager, admittedly, but... <laughs> <laughs> but That's okay. You've, you've filled out with muscles, yeah, okay? Yeah. They're muscles. It was like one of those things like, don't worry, you'll grow into it one day. And lo and behold, <laughs> I did. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, it, it, so, so this is kind of like... It's sad seeing DCEU films now, knowing that it's kind of like that is being coming to an end like because now james gunn and the other dude <laughs> i really will remember his name one day <laughs> um they've they've taken over and they're going to do their thing like yeah. but i'm hoping that there's a possibility that they could take um a character like shazam and keep them in this this new universe well you'd, you'd think james gunn would would bring a bit more humor to and light mm. to things well, and i think I think he he uh, would be able to to deal with a character like Shazam. Mm. Like I think he, he could fit it into their universe. So I don't know if he, it is. I don't know if they 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 will or won't. But see, Black Adam is a Shazam villain. So that's another thing is why I don't know why they didn't do Shazam and Black Adam as a, a movie together. Together, kind of so yeah. Hopefully we will get to see that. But yeah, I, I was I was really happy with uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I think it's a, a good sequel. I actually think it's probably better than the first oh. film. Uh, and if you want to just go and have some superhero fun that you could probably take your kids to, um, I'd recommend going and seeing uh, Shazam: uh, Fury of the Gods. And I'm going to give it uh, four and a half golden apples. Nice. Mm. Um. Not completely off topic, but just a question. Um, Marvel, the the Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, mm. is that actually part of the Marvel Universe? Well, that is the Marvel Stadium. So, it is, Like owned by like Marvel? Well, no, it's not owned by Marvel. Like the, the Optus Stadium is not owned by Optus, but they have naming rights. Right. So they're paid to have their name on the building. Does this mean, because, you know, Chris and I are going to Melbourne shortly mm. and we will be seeing a footy game at Marvel Stadium because mm. I've never been there before, been to MCG, but not to see a game. But um, my question is, is there a massive Marvel store at the Marvel Stadium? 
I think there is. I thought I just thought you would know because I feel like you've been there before. But I'm am I completely wrong? You've not been to Marvel Stadium no, um, before. Well, I know you're not an AFL supporter, but um, that's okay. We, we shall find out. I will find out. I'm just hoping. Part of me hopes there is, so I can buy some stuff, and the other part of me hopes there's not, so I don't buy too much stuff. So, um, but that's all right. It's we don't know. Uh, Lewis uh, is madly typing on his iPad trying to find out. Well, it says here Australia's only dedicated Marvel retail store has been unlocked and is located within Marvel Stadium. But that was in 2019. Oh. So, um... Well, I guess I I will have to report back to you. I don't think it is, though, because there's a thing saying Marvel Vault. um, It's a hobby store in Docklands, Victoria, at the Marvel Stadium, it says permanently closed. Okay. So. Well, a little part of me died just then. Yeah, probably not. That's, that's a bummer. Anyway, um, we will be back uh, after a couple of sponsors. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. So randomly I've been watching a lot of 7 Plus mm-hmm. because there was something on there. Well, the Oscars were on there. So I ended up... Uh, seeing lots of adverts for things that are now showing on 7 plus lots of old tv shows lots really oh yeah and um and they feel dated but they're on there um and one of them is the the smallville and it's like watch all the seasons of smallville and i cannot think about smallville without thinking about that chick was in nexium the sex cult <laughs> <laughs> so was, this, was the sex cult called nexium it was which is, it's funny, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about some person wrote in and said, yeah, I listen to too many true crime podcasts because I went to a party and there's all these like young mums or like mums of kids and I don't have a kid and I overheard them talking about Nexium and I'm like, awesome, I finally can like jump in. And they said something about, oh yeah, the sex cult. And they're like, no, the heartburn medication. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'll just hide now. Um, but that would be me as well. Really? Because I, I, I guess Nexium is... I am aware because yeah. you had used it in yeah. the past. Nexium is close to my heart. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's close yeah. to your heart, Burn. But yeah, I used to have to take it every day, but then I had a procedure done and now I don't have to take it all the time. Oh, wow. Good. There yeah. you go. Did not know that. Hmm. Um, why didn't you tell me? I feel like I'm the last person to know everything. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. it was uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what next year I didn't didn't realize that. I had people get mixed up in that kind of stuff. It's ridiculous. Well, they're very they're very easy. anyone can get involved mm. in them because it's a slow brainwashing. It's not like a if you walked in and saw it as as it was, yeah, you'd walk the other direction. Mm. But they're very good at manipulating your brain and coercively controlling you so that. They separate you from your family and, uh, you know. Mm, it's very, very strange. Similar to Scientology. Yeah. Not that I'm saying it's a cult or anything. So are you able to watch Smallville or is it – because it's weird. Her character is so nice and innocent and good. Well, and, to and be it, fair, I I didn't watch it when when it was on mm. originally. But it just – yeah, just when I saw the ad, I'm like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to show this anymore because yeah. she's – Alison Mackie, I believe her yes. name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just – that's it's really sad when like you know someone s- destroys a a show or a movie like mm-hmm. and you find yourself feeling a bit dirty when you're you're watching that just going I shouldn't be enjoying this because that person's horrible like whether yep. it's a, the director that's you know done wrong things or an actor that's turned out to be a tool or or you know, Buffy like and you find out that 
you know, Joss Whedon's just an absolute. I know, yeah, that's horrible uh, human being. I think that's like for a lot of us genre people, that's like one of the the hardest pills to swallow. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've got like all of Buffy on you know Blu-ray or not Blu-ray. I wish I had a Blu-ray. Uh, I've got it on DVD. Yeah, I also have it on DVD. Yeah, it's and okay. I've got like all the the Dark Horse uh, comics, um, and I've got. Uh, most of the the comics from I think I, I think it's Boom or Dynamite or something. Um, Dynamite, I think it is. Yeah, the, I've, got, I've got a lot of those, but I actually got to a point where I was going, I don't want to give Joss Whedon any more my money. Yeah. So I cancelled those comics, and I still haven't even got around to reading the ones I've got that I haven't read yet. Mm. Um, I don't know whether that's a can't be asked, or I just, I just don't know. And I'm, I'm kind of like of the mind to, like, I don't know if I want to get rid of the Dark Horse ones because they're kind of cool and they're actually uh, a continuation of the, the TV show. Mm. So to me, that's kind of cool that a show I loved continued on. Yeah, and I've got to try try to, uh, you know, dis- disassociate myself from him by saying he was a small part of making what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, he came up with the original idea, but there were a lot of writers and actors yeah. and directors who made it. And then a lot of artists and comic book writers and stuff like that who made the comic book what it is. So, um, yeah, but with an actor, it's a bit harder, I think, because mm. you're actually seeing like Their face. the face. And you're just going, yeah. well, that person, I know what that person did. So there are happily a few things to talk about um, which Kat has helpfully suggested. But before we jump into those, are you a Foo Fighters fan? Um, Doesn't matter. Are you a Dave Grohl fan? Everyone yeah, should be. Who yeah. doesn't love David Grohl? David? Dave. Um, so I am not a great reader, but I am a very good listener. Uh, and I listen to his audio book of Storyteller. And if you're a Dave Grohl fan or if you're not a Dave Grohl fan, you should listen to it because it's excellent. And you get to listen to Dave Grohl talking to you for like, you know, five hours or ten hours, however long it was. And... Um, yeah, totally bawled my eyes out driving to the cinemas listening to his last little conclusion when he was talking about, like, you know, Kurt Cobain and and, um, and Taylor Hawkins, mm-hmm. even though this is written, he wrote this before Taylor Hawkins died, but just listening to him talk about his friendship with him and how he'd take a bullet for him, I'm like, oh, dude, oh, he's your best friend's dad. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then I've just spent multiple uh, weeks watching every, like, Dave Grohl interview that exists just because I, I miss him. I want to be with him all the time because he was in my ears for, like, three days. Um, but anyway, if you're interested, the storyteller, really good. But I need to get Apple iTV. Is that what it's called? App- I, I Apple? Apple, t- Apple, Apple Plus? TV. Yep, because Ted Lasso, third season is on. Yes, which I saw advertised, but I didn't realise it had started already. Have you guys started watching it, season three? Yeah, we watched the first episode last night, yeah. Are they are all the episodes on there or is it one episode no, at a time? one episode a week. Because I'm like, do I get it now so I have something to watch in Melbourne or do I wait? Because um, the Eugene Levy travel show is also on um, Apple iPlus. I've, yes, it is on Apple Plus, yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm, yeah, getting all things wrong today. Uh, yeah, so I really want to watch that as well. So there's a few things on that service that I, I, I need Apple to get TV, that Apple service for. Apple TV Plus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was the first episode entertaining? Uh, yeah, no, the first episode was, was very good. Like, um, it's... Um, like, 
are we able to talk about the end of season two? You know, people. You would think that if they're fans, they would have seen it. Mm. Um, but of course, Nate, bit of a backstabber. Yeah. So, so, so Nate kind of yeah he he became evil, and uh, he's he's moved on to uh, another another football team, and um, he's the football team he's with is owned by the the husband played by uh, Giles from Buffy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who obviously we can't re- no it's something blackhead. It's something blackhead. <laughs> Not right either. Anthony. Anthony. Yes. Yep. Anthony, uh, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> blackhead. Blackhead. I don't think it's Blackhead. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so he, he owns that football club and uh, they're, uh, you know, going up against each other. And everyone's saying that, um, you know, Richmond is uh, Anthony Stewart Head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anthony, no, it's just, yeah, Anthony yeah, Head. Anthony Head. <laughs> Anthony um, Blackhead. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yes, so the uh, <laughs> sorry, keep talking. And, and I think I think they're now up in the Premier League, and everyone's saying that they're going to be the bottom of the table in the Premier League, and so it's all that kind of thing. Um, but again, there's there's also family involved in there as well because there's uh, you know a story about uh, his, his son, and you know he's feeling a bit sad because his son's going back to England, and mm. uh, it's just the same old, same old. You know, it just you're interested to see where it goes. Um, so yeah, no, I was I was I was quite. You know, happy with it. It was longer than I thought. Cause I thought the episodes were only like 30 minutes long, but this was like 40 minutes plus. Yeah, I can't remember. Time doesn't exist when I watch mm. Ted Lasso because I'm just enjoying every moment of it. Mm. Um, Chris is still to finish the second season, um, so I think I can't get uh, that streaming service uh, until he's ready to binge you, stuff with me. How can you have not seen it all? Like, how can you have stopped? Well, I watched it first by myself mm. and I'm like, you're going to love this, you have to watch this. And he does enjoy it, but then he ends, he just plays games too much. Mm. So, I mean, the same thing happened with we started watching uh, Kunk on Earth because I watched it all and I'm like, you're yeah. going to really like this. And we watched a few episodes and it's like, yeah, this is really funny. But then he goes back to playing games and it gets forgotten. And, of course, we're watching the, the F1 series mm. at the moment, Drive to Survive. So, I don't know, it just hasn't gone back on the, the watching table. Fair. Plus I ha- we have to pay for the service. Yeah. Um, uh, and we have to pay for Binge because... The Last of Us uh, has, has ended uh, and it was really good. Like, Don't tell me anything. <laughs> I've only watched the first episode. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good like. You know, if you've played the game, then you'll uh, you know, appreciate the, uh, the the way it it kind of wraps up. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, a great a great series, a, a great end of the series, and it'll be interesting to see if there is any more down the track. Mm. Um, also, uh, Shrinking as well as another show you can watch on Apple TV Plus, uh, and uh, Shrinking's a, a really good. Um, well, it's weird with Apple TV Plus. They've got uh, not very many shows on there, but the shows they do have are kind of good. Well, that's helpful because you're paying for it, and it better be good. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, with uh, shrinking, it is. Um, I'm really uh, finding it hard to get the details there. Um, it's got Harrison Ford in it, 
And oh. it's uh, awesome. Can you understand him? You, you can. You can. Oh, it's got Jason Siegel in it. Yeah, and Jason Siegel as well is the main character. Uh, Jason Siegel's a, a father. Uh, he's lost his, well, he hasn't lost his wife. His, his wife's died in a car accident. It's not um, like, oh, I misplaced her. No, Where did he, she was go? Having, he was having a hard time dealing with. Uh, dealing with the loss of his wife um, and got really disconnected from life and his daughter and it's a, he's uh, he's a psychologist and he he's going to help people but he really needs to be able to help himself first and um, it's just really good like he is a great actor like he can act uh, you know happy sad uh, <laughs> he's got range of range of uh, you know emotions, emotions is, is what That's I'm good. Um, but no, it's really good. It's really good. I, I, I recommend uh, checking it out. So, um, yeah, that the shrinking uh, shrinking is really good. Uh, Eugene Levy has also got uh, the Reluctant Traveler on yes. uh, Apple TV Plus as well, and it's literally just him going to different parts of the world. Um, and you know, initially the idea was he would go there and stay in these luxury hotels and kind of travel log review them, but then they were like, well. He went there and just tried to convince them I'm not the right person for this because I don't like travelling. <laughs> and so they went, that's a show. We're going to send you places and you're going to like comment on the fact that you don't like being there. But he kind of goes there and then he finds, okay, I don't like travelling but I kind of like this. And you know, he talks to the people who live there and he experiences some of their life and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it was really good. It's, it's really, we haven't seen it all yet but what we've seen so far, really good. Well, I would see it for Eugene Levy alone because it's Eugene Levy. Um, On that note, we're going to get out of here and we will be back next week. uh, And I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.